Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome, Welcome to, to Barely, Barely Filtered, Filtered, hosted by us. I'm Aurora Culpo, star of the HBO Max show, The Culpo Sisters. Don't tell my sisters I said so. I'm a recently divorced mom of two living in Los Angeles with my ex-husband. I'm part granola mom, part glamorous jet setter. I'm Kristen Gaffney, also a mom, a startup nerd who modeled for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit and the founder and CEO of Super True. I always like to microdose my coffee before I hit up carpool. Welcome to Barely Filtered, our safe space. <laughs> Here, we discuss health and wellness, becoming a grown-ass woman, and what's going on in this crazy world. And while we don't agree on everything, we do agree on this. We, we want, want you, you to live, live your best in life. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. I am so fucking excited. I'm so excited. It has been like literally over a year. Yeah. No, that's... I don't like that. I have not seen you since Hannah Burner's bachelor party. We did do a Taste of Taylor together after, but we did it on Zoom. Oh, no. That's bad of us. That's horrible. It's disgusting of us. And I feel like I see your friends more than I see you, and I'm... I always talk, bring you up in conversation. Yes, and same. <laughs> and when I saw you on the toast with Claudia, yeah. I was like, enough's a fuck enough. I think we've tried to have a girl's dinner for, yeah, over a year now. It's ridiculous. Well, in case you don't recognize her voice, it's Paige DeSorbo. Hey, girl, hey. Hello. Oh, my God. So we have so much to talk about. I yeah. love you so much. I miss you so much. I love you. So, let's just first no, talk, let's about just how, talk about how much we love each other. How gorgeous you look today. Do you mean my Halloween costume is Jenna Lyons? You look so rich. And, and when I picture you in my head, this is actually the outfit I picture you in. Or I pic picture you at Hannah's bachelorette party when you were on the yacht and you had that like black flowy. When I was wearing all Amazon exclusively. But you looked stunning that whole weekend. Did I? Yeah, Do you, you know the so stress I had getting ready for that weekend? First of all, a theme is my absolute hell. Well, I don't know why she did that to us. Really? That was <laughs> that was abusive. I was like, you're not on Summer House anymore. No, like, I look why back. Why are we doing this? And I'm like, wait, that was crazy that we went along with that. Wait, why didn't you put a stop to it? It's honestly your fault. I know. We had a feather night. Like, that's insane. That's insane, people. What were the themes? Feathers. Feathers. Um, disco cowboy. <laughs> and then what? And then Sunday we chilled. No, we did not. No, Sunday no, was we like did euphoria. euphoria. <laughs> no, we didn't. The opposite. How, insane. how dare she? First of all, how dare you have a bachelor party in the middle of 
I think it was Passover and Easter in Miami. She was like, you don't have families. My (laughs) flight was $1,100 on spirit. Oh, I forgot you. I was so mad at Anna. I was in a middle seat. That was, it was like a jump seat that they took that the stewardess sit in and they like pushed it into the aisle. It was not a real seat. Remember when I changed rooms? Oh my God. (laughs) What do you stole Hannah's room? No, I. (laughs) That's honestly one of the bitchiest things I've ever done. That on the face of the planet. But I actually understood it. It was for survival. I don't regret it at all. I go back and do the (laughs) same exact thing. I wouldn't change a thing. When Sierra (laughs) took. Now, when I say you took the biggest room, let's be clear. This hotel was adorable, but there was no such thing as a big room. You no, had a was, normal size room. It was it was the perfect hotel if you just just graduated college or were in college and you were going out with your going on a trip with your girlfriend. I actually think it was the, it's the perfect hotel room if you if you apply to college, you get into college, and literally the hotel is your dorm room. Right. It's, I was in a dorm room with Cheech. Yeah, it's the I perfect her, like hotel to not go to. Perfect <laughs> hotel to never ever ever stay at. Yeah. I was, I almost cried when I walked through the door. So I take my gajillion dollar Spirit Airline flight down there. And then I walk into a a dorm room. I'm sharing with Cheech. We shared a twin bed. I can't believe you shared that bed. And she barfed every single second. Oh. I didn't so even hard. fully get in the room. And I looked at Sierra and I said, I, we're going to have to change hotels. Like I, literally. I can't see, I, how would I do it? We should have just all gone to Soho House and called it a day. We should have just flown back to New York. I mean, like you're on your own, Hannah. <laughs> So as if that wasn't bad enough, (laughs) then we had to do themes every single night. You do a lot of themes from being on like Summer House, obviously. Yeah, we do. You guys are like the themiest of all the shows. No, I'm like, I'm themed out. Honestly. Seriously. I haven't watched it, but that new show, Southern Hospitality, I feel like they sometimes have, they've like started to do some themes. Yeah. I'm like, take it. Yeah. Have it. Please. Let's pass the torch. It's like Halloween every fucking day. so much. What is the worst theme you've ever had to do? On camera. Oh, my God. And actually, just maybe in life, you can include Hannah's bad shred if you want to. (laughs) We've had so many random ones. I'm trying to think. We had like a bondage one, which was fun. We had an actually we had a Candyland themed party. I'm like trying to remember that one. They never aired it. Shut up. So we I was like racking my brain for like days (laughs) on what I was going to order from Amazon. And they never ended even up airing it. No. Um, I don't know. We've done everything. You always look so good. Thank you. We had an anything but clothes party. I don't think that aired either. I don't remember that one. Yeah. The last one I remember you in, like in a theme, was the scene where you and Craig were talking about like you moving down to. Yes. Uh, the hoedown. Yes. The yeah. hoedown. Oh, that was such a cute outfit. That was a really cute theme. I feel like you look like little Bo Peep in a yeah. good way. Well, because I was like, everyone's going to go cowgirl. Yes. I'm going to go milkmaid. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go working the farm. Oh my I God. got on Amazon like a milk, like it was like this little like milk cage. Pail. Yeah. And then it had glass milk bottles with like straws and I like carried it around. That is no, so cute. cute. I missed that cute. detail. Yeah. On the they show. Summer House doesn't care about. It's really my accessories. It's a sin. <laughs> or like sometimes my one liners. This is embarrassing. So not only do I watch Summer House. Yeah. I rewatch it. Okay. And when I was on tour with Stassi, <laughs> for whatever reason, like, oh, I know what it was. I, I can never figure out hotel Wi-Fi because yeah. I'm a moron. Mm-hmm. So I happen to have like season five. Downloaded? Downloaded. 
Of all the seasons. That's the that's, of all is that the Hannah's seasons, last one? Yes. yes. What a traumatizing season. I know. I, know. So, I always so I like the way I've watched it. Yeah. And there's things that you say now that are like like stuck in my head forever. <laughs> I don't actually this I think was season six, but you said this. This is my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> Dictator at the dinner table. <laughs> Which like I remember in that moment. My first thought was nothing that I said, like anything rude to my friend or like yelled at my friend. I was like, wait, can you say the word dictator anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I got so nervous. I was like, wait, did I just cancel myself? No, you can't say dictator. But that's where we live in, isn't it? No, I was like, wait, is that a bad word? (laughs) I got nervous. Welcome to my brain after I do a podcast, like every single time I record anything. Yeah. Whenever me and Hannah record, then like my anxiety will hit and she'll be like, wait, are we taking all of this out of the pod or are you just high? And I'm like, it's both. (laughs) But please take it out before I cry. My favorite thing is that you smoke weed. You don't look like you smoke weed. And and nobody, (laughs) it's actually funny because everything that people think Hannah would be, she's not. No. And it's actually me. It is. But like nobody would ever know. So first of all, I'm sorry to all the pot people that I just insulted. And obviously, if I say pot people, I do not smoke pot. Okay. I could tell you don't because you said smoke pot. So like I already wait, knew wait, that wait, you wait, don't wait, get high. Wait, wait, wait. What do people say? Because my mom says that. My mom's just like, are you doing pot? And I'm do, like, do, nobody does pot. doing pot. Um, no, I would just say like I smoke weed. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Like pass me the spliffy. I've what do never, the heads say? I've never, I did get that right, right? What is the what? The heads? I don't even well, know. Well, I'm feeling embarrassed. I'm feeling old. I don't know. But I I honestly started smoking weed like a couple years ago because I was just so, I would get so anxious. Yes. And like it would help. And That's then, wild because it really went. It does the opposite for people. Yeah, some people. Oh my God. When I smoke weed, yeah. I am the least well girl you've ever met yeah. in your entire life. I lose my mind. I wish... I think it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Kids smoke drugs. I wish I could. Yeah. But I can't. Because it really is just like a plant. And some days I'm just like, if I could not be in my brain, that'd be great. And then. And it does it. Yeah. And also, I love a ciggy. Yeah. And like, obvi, I quit. Like the act of smoking is just so French and chic. I wish I could just like come home from a long day at work and in my house (laughs) because I work from home (laughs) and like. Light up a spliff. Right. Is that, am I embarrassing myself? I, I <laughs> think, no, you're not. You're not embarrassing yourself. But I feel like that's so Gwyneth Paltrow of you. You're like, oh. I just have one cigarette on Wednesday evenings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But my wife won't let me. Also, there's nothing better than smoking in your home. It's so liberating. Yeah. It really yeah, because it's like you're in charge. Like, who's going to yell at me? Yeah, I'm the adult. Yeah. This and it's my thing, home. And I've like realized now that like, because we're like on the path to having a baby and I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> So sick of talking about this stupid baby. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't even exist yet. I can't wait for this child oh to turn 15 and be like, stupid baby mom? Oh stupid fucking baby? Oh, I am so dead. I'm fucked beyond. But like, I realized I was like, oh my God. I went for my parents bossing me around. Yeah. And then with husband, I was actually the boss, which I don't think is surprising. Right. Not at all. I give like mean to men energy. Yeah. And then Tay actually kind of does boss me around too. But I realized I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have a kid that comes in here and tells me what I can and cannot do in my yeah. own home. No. It's no. boarding school. Girl, I am like so not okay <laughs> about this whole two. child thing. Like it's a racket. What is your like, what's the timeline? Like, how, like 
as long as I can hold off, yeah. baby. We have two embryos ready to go. Oh my God. So the next step is just put that in. puppy in. And I'm looking for any excuse on planet Earth. Wait, are you carrying? Do you think this body's going to carry a baby? Is, ta- is yeah. Taylor? She's going to carry. And is she would even carry mine. But right now they're both hers, embryos. Okay, okay. Oh my God. That's so exciting now. Thank you. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Talkspace. The way I love therapy, okay? It's like my personality trait, how much I love therapy. Whenever I have friends that are interested by my love of therapy, I always find that their wall is like, yeah, but like my entry point, how do I get in? Uh, Enter Talkspace. Talkspace makes it so easy to find a therapist. And I'm going to say this, a therapist that you like. That's very important. And thanks to Talkspace, the way that they have it set up, you're going to find someone you mesh with. Also, this is why Talkspace is so great. Like therapy's always been a part of my life. But I remember when I was younger, I like had to drive an hour and 15 minutes to my therapist every single week. My mom had to drive me in her Volvo station wagon. That's commitment to therapy. And it was like a pain, like it really was. But now thanks to Talkspace, oh, it's so convenient. You get to meet online. My wife and I literally sit on our couch at home and we have therapy with our couple's counselor every single week. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm telling you, it makes such a huge difference in my life, my wife's life and our relationship. Like we are so much happier because of therapy. A lot of people have a concern too about like, oh, well, I want to go to therapist, but isn't it so expensive? You guys, Try Talkspace by doing everything online, okay? Talkspace has made getting the help that you want easy, accessible, and you got it, affordable. And another thing I hear is people are like, well, I'm just going to wait till something bad happens. No, no. The best time to go into therapy is when you're actually in a good place because it can help shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and really like be a guiding light through the difficulties of life, which life is not easy these days. and Therapy really helps you get through the hard times. With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. Pretty quick, right? Also, like I've said, Talkspace, it's virtual sessions with a licensed therapist, and it's really mental health care just made so easy and convenient. I love this. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session, which I am a big fan of because, you know, I always have more to say. And Talkspace is the number one, number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and so much more. They have everything you're looking for. Also, Talkspace is secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulation. So you can feel totally safe doing it. And Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. And here's the best part. As if this wasn't good enough news, as a listener of my podcast, you'll get $80 off. That is a lot. $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Taylor. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Taylor. Again, that's T A L K. S-P-A-C-E dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get $80 off your first month and also your show and your support for the show and for yourself, quite frankly. That's Talkspace.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. We bonded at Hannah's bachelorette party Mm -hmm. and our worlds overlapped a bit. Yes. Like years ago. Yeah. Right? Way 
like I've met you. I met you way before. Oh, we've definitely yeah, met like, and probably hung out a little fr- bit through yeah. Hannah. But like someone you used to date. Yeah. Overlap with like somebody I used to be married to. Yeah. Kind of. Kind in that circle. In that circle. Yeah. And so I feel like we've just like known each other through that. Yeah. And we really like got each other's sides of the story at Hannah's Bachelorette. And it was really like, you have no idea. It was really healing for me. And nothing bonds to people like a gossip session yes. that can go like so many layers. Like we went, I'm not kidding. We went 15 layers out of people and uh, being like, wait, what, do you, what are they up to? Like it, we went deep. Was the greatest feeling yeah. of my life. So like you have no idea. Really, no, thank you that. for that was my one soul. of my favorite memories. I was laying in the bed. Yep, you were sitting on the end. Yes, and we were just Baba <laughs> Who knows what the other people were doing on the other side? Now I, but... I I don't know, and I don't care. I <laughs> I do remember something that happened, and we will never talk about it. Never. We're sworn to secrecy. Well, <laughs> I forgot. I didn't. I never will. And don't worry to the person who's scared right now. If they're listening, we would never. Her secret is we would we, literally never. We would never. But we really bonded <laughs> over. Well, shit talking is your love language, yeah. as it is mine. Mm-hmm. The way I was watching Southern Charm and the way that you lit up <laughs> when you and Madison, like your your enthusiasm for shit talk is like it's just it's truly it's a love story. It's a beautiful thing because there's nothing better mm. than such juicy gossip that you have nothing to do with. Ugh. That literally can't even. It's just fun stories yes it's literally story time yes i sh- i think i shook you to shit mm. with my stories wait what is what a phrase shook you to shit yeah no one says that i, I just it. made that up yeah I trademarked. So. no make some merch shook, shook you to shit yeah see i, I like, black out i no. can't remember what I, said. I love that okay Thanks, babe but yeah it was so, yeah it was delicious i loved it i think we've also been bonded mm-hmm. over you telling me i look rich yeah because you just like <laughs> give that energy off I, you have, it's the greatest compliment ever. I think it's the way you accessorize. You always have like a collar on. Like it's very, it's true. You are very Jenna Lyons in your style. Well, now I'm just straight up stealing her look. I look like I'm dressed up for Halloween right now. But you've always, you've always kind of had this aesthetic. That is the nicest thing because I really used to be rich. Yeah. (laughs) And then I be, then I became a lesbian and I am no longer. I, you know, I'm not like crying poor, but like the way I really was. (laughs) Yeah. And although I think about this sometimes, I'm like, we were rich, but like, we weren't like billionaire rich. Mm-hmm. Like billionaires were like few and far between when we were together. Wait. And now they're everywhere. So I, we would have felt poor. Speaking of billionaires, yeah. what do you think about Kyle Richards, like potentially being a lesbian? Okay. So A, is she a billionaire? That makes me really upset. I think. She probably um, is. I think they, I yeah. think Mauricio's. Com- his company is. Definitely in, his, is His company billions. is insane. Yeah. Come one, come all. Yeah. Like, it's good for the brand. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been, like, beating a drum of, like, we need better PR. We need it now. Like, yeah. as lesbians. Like, people don't associate, like, fun and dancing and, like, style with being a lesbian. I think it's having a full moment. Sophia Bush. Can you even? You know what? Go. I actually can. Okay. okay. I can. Because I felt, I always felt like. In, like, I loved that show, and I felt like in high school, people were so obsessed with her. Yes. In a different way than we were obsessed with, like, Blair and Serena from Gossip Girl. Yes. Like, I felt the love that people had for her was a little lesbian, no. if I think back on it now. Wait, your gaydar is strong. Yeah, because I'm like, wait, she, and she does, now that, like, people are like, oh, yeah, she's seeing a woman, I'm like, 
wait, she found her person. That's why it didn't work out with the other two because well, Chad and Michael Murray, they were together for like three seconds, right? Yeah, I think so. And then the other guy was really new though. Yeah, I mean, one year. They were married for one year and they had that like really cool aesthetic wedding. Yes. I think it was, she was in, they were in Vogue for it or they oh, were in something for definitely. it. Definitely, yes. And then- but I'm shook. I know, and it feels like there's a little bit of overlap. It definitely feels it like overlap. Feels like they got divorced. She got divorced, and then the the lesbian and like soccer's having such a moment. It, re- it really is. I mean, it's just all okay. So, as a straight person, let me know because yeah. I'm like as a late in life lesbian, and also as a straight person mm-hmm. because I still identify <laughs> as such. Do you? I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> but I I feel like I'm a lesbian for Taylor. Oh, and by the way, if yeah. you're new here, my wife's name is also Taylor. No, I like not you. Oh, and, oh, oh anyone the, listening? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. um, I know it can get very confusing. Yeah. But okay, and also that's... Taylor's on Southern Trap. There's a lot of Taylors. There is a lot of Taylors. That's so interesting that you say that. Like, so you say something. You and Taylor were not together. Something catastrophic happened. Yes. Do you think you would date a guy? Yes. Interesting. For a variety of reasons, I feel like I could never this is so cheesy and embarrassing yeah. and like so gay, but I would like never be able to love somebody as much as Taylor. Wait. Legit. How good does Taylor, what a princess. She really is, but like, she's also such a monster and we're gonna get to that. <laughs> no, if there's anything I love, it's roasting significant others. I know, that's my other <laughs> favorite quality my of love yours. Language. It really is and you're so good at it. And I don't, but I don't think people realize like Explain how- it to people. I don't think people realize how sarcastic I really am. You really are. Like, that's the other thing I I learned at The Bachelorette when I just fell madly in love. I was like, oh my God, Paige is the funniest person you've ever met. Because I think I look so bitchy that people are like, she's being serious. She's being a bitch. And I'm like, I don't, what? No, I don't give a fuck about anything. Like, I truly am home at nighttime, smoking weed, not caring about anything. You're really like the chillest. What do you think it is that makes people think that you're bitchy? For real. Do you, I think, I think the first thing is you're, so beautiful. Thank you. I think it's your fashions too. You you dress really well. I think people associate being well dressed with being a bitch. Yeah, I think so too. Like I think it's like the way I care. Like when I walk in someplace, I mean I have a fuck ass bob. Yes, like, that can be intimidating. Yes. I'm always in like a heel or something. I'm in all black always. So I think I come off like I would be bitchy. You know but what's really, crazy? You I come don't... across as confident, and that Thank is interpreted you. as bitchy. And then half the time, I don't know what's going on. You know, she really does. I'm just here so I don't get fined. You know, like I don't. <laughs> Who am I to say anything? <laughs> so, yes. So people definitely misread your and Craig's dynamic. Yeah, for sure. I love you guys together. Thank there are no you. words. So we have yet to do dinner and we are going to fucking make it happen. Yeah, we have to. But I actually had, I couldn't believe I was having dinner when I, so I was on tour yep. with Jossie and Bo mm-hmm. and we were in Charleston. Yes. And Craig and Austin came. Bo yep. like went to the pool He's, I know they he swam on, what did Craig say? The kitty part of the pool? You're yeah. like, Craig, it's for tanning. No. If he said it was. If he, <laughs> he said it was. He's not stopping. I was like, what kids? What kids? Where are the kids? It's literally for tanning. It's literally for tanning. <laughs> We're just like drowning him, you know, like in shallow water. I'm like, is it for kids now? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> So we're out. So they come to the show and like, let's get dinner after. And I was like, I can't believe I'm at dinner with Craig before I am at dinner with Paige. It felt like it felt wrong. It felt like I was cheating on you. And I felt like you, well, you're so New York and you talk fast and you're like, and I feel like when you and Stassi get together, like you're going, going, going. The only text I got from Craig was, I don't, I can't keep up. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Poor thing. He was sitting right next to me. So I, I, I like probably was like somebody who like, 
spoke a different language to him. Yeah, he's so like when he's around me and Hannah and we're just like going Forget back it. and forth. He can't, he's so not used to that. But he is so in love with you. Yeah. Not that I have to tell you this, but I'm telling the audience this. Like, y'all, I'm so, I stand you guys. I'm so here for you guys. Like, I'm obsessed. No, he's obsessed with me. It's like, <laughs> it's like crazy. It's like, sometimes I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is so nuts. How did I get <laughs> I'm like we were literally just texting how am I now in like a two-year relationship and this man like kisses the ground I walk on literally but, no like the way he sniffs the clothes in your room when yeah, you're not there yeah and I'm like to for all seriousness yes. it is so sweet I've never I will say I've never been loved the way he loves me like it's every little thing he's like now preemptively I actually like feel bad sometimes because I'm like oh my god have I beaten you down so much that you're so scared of me like whole preemptively <laughs> do things because he'll be like that'll piss Paige off like that'll nope that's not Paige's vibe and if she gets stressed out and like the amount of times I've heard him on the phone be like well I'll ask Paige but I know she'll probably have to do outfits and that stresses her out <laughs> we are the same person I know like Tay is She's like legit scared of me. And like the thing yeah. too with teasing is I think guys really like teasing. Yeah. But girls don't love it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I'm like yeah, trying you're in to a work on now. So, but I mean, yeah. like I should talk our baby enough for. <laughs> Craig, honestly, he's not, he's not a teaser either. Like he gets. He's sensitive. He's, he is a sensitive boy. So and what, I, so what happens like when the teasing goes too far? Like, do you like, can you tell? Do you know? Or does he have to like communicate? Like, no, sometimes I know right when it comes out of my mouth and I'll be like, sorry, that was that was too harsh for you. It's not that's not your level of sarcasm. And I apologize for that because I'm always just like, you're stupid. But I don't mean it in yes. terms of like, I genuinely think you're stupid. I'm just like, you do like like you're stupid. I like tease Tay that like she's the child and I'm the parent. Yeah. Yes. But like. Like, I always literally last night she was like, it's not funny. And it really hurts my feelings. And I was like, I'm such a fucking bitch. I'm so sorry. Like, I have to stop. I just said to her, you have to be like so communicative with me. Yeah. Because I am like so like fast and sassy mm -hmm. and like just intense. Yeah. I really don't think I realize how I come across. I feel the same way. Sometimes I don't realize how like sharp my tongue can be. Same. And Craig will say things to me and like we'll be in like disagreements or whatever. And I I'm a double down girl. I am a double down girl. To and I'm going to say, on the wall. I'm going to say, you know what? That was harsh and it was mean and you needed to hear it. Oh, fuck. And, like, and he'll be like, you are just so. And I was like, I know I'm going to be a great mom. Like, it's because that's the way I treat. I'm like, some, if I wasn't going to tell yes. you, who's going to tell you? Yeah, that you'll move out if he decorates <laughs> the outside in Raven's purple. I mean, that, that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> It's so and insane. like when I am dressing him, I do feel like I'm getting my child ready, ready for like first grade. And I'm like, OK, do you have your like your homework and your backpack? <laughs> Is he like a willing participant in being like your Barbie doll? Yes and no. OK. What does he fought you on? He fights me on a lot of things. I would say our biggest. Yes. This was our biggest outfit fight that we've ever gotten into. Please. We were going away for a wedding, a okay. wedding weekend. It was a black tie wedding. It was probably one of the fanciest weddings I've ever been to. That says a lot because I feel like you fancy suck. Yes. So the Thursday night was this couple's rehearsal dinner with their family. But the Friday was a welcome party for all the guests. Okay. Might as well have been a wedding because that's like what the vibe was. That's the level of fanciness. 
So for that welcome party, I had brought like a cocktail dress, like a short cocktail dress, but like heels, like I was fancy. Yeah. And he brought an outfit. I just assumed he brought a suit right. for that night. Because of course. like he's wearing a tux the following day. I would day. say probably a tux. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he just brought like one of his navy blue suits. All amazing. He gets dressed. He puts on white jeans. No a blazer and like dress shoes. And I go, you can't wear white jeans. No. I go, this is a black tie wedding. And he goes, the wedding's tomorrow. I go, it is a black tie event. Like you don't have to wear a tux to this, but this is a suit. Like this is a fancy weekend. Oh, no. We screamed at each other in our hotel room. I was like, he was like, well, I don't have anything else. And yeah, I was so like, what did, so I what's go, he going to well, do? Don't walk in with me. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, that's the best part said. is like we're there not five seconds and someone comes up to him and is like, you look so good. Fuck and off. And I was like, fuck you. Like, Wait, I was like, real talk. Was he severely underdressed or no for that event? He was lucky he that was the lucky. pants could been pulled off as like if they were like suit pants. Like, like they linen. weren't. Gi- yeah, like they weren't giving full jean. But I knew and I was livid. Livid. Like I was like, you could have looked so much better. You have the suits at home. It's enough with the white jeans. That's our biggest fight. He's always trying to wear white jeans. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's done. But you've rid him of the flip-flops, right? Thank God. I think white jeans can be with, next on the docket. With for sure. trial and error. I've thrown out so many flip-flops. <laughs> like, literally in the trash. And he's like, you can't do that. And no, like, like, you act, you, but you actually I'm can't. like, well, what's going to happen? The police are going to come? <laughs> <laughs> Flip-flop police. How is long distance? <laughs> Because I know that's been a thing. I love it. I know you love it. I love that you love it. <laughs> and I feel even evil saying that because I'm like, is that disrespectful to him? No. I I love our schedule. We are not. I will say, though, I think people sometimes when they think long distance, they think like how you would do it in college. Yes. Like, oh, we're not seeing each other for two months at a time. It's an hour flight. I see this man every week. Do you? Um, Are you like capable? So first off, you have your own room in his house, which is yeah. fucking Really, it's truly genius. Yeah. Like having your own space, it avoids so many fights. And it's not even that I go in there. I'm never in there. Of course. But you're knowing that like, oh, that's like a space that if I needed like 10 minutes to be on my phone, I can go in there. And it's not like I feel like I'm in someone else's space. Totally. Tay and I, so, oh my God, you've never been to our apartment. No. You have to come over. I know. And I've seen it on Instagram. It looks so cute. It's so great. But it's enormous. Mm -hmm. But it is literally like, there's no privacy. Yeah. None. It's a total loft setup. Yep. Like even at night, we like draw curtains to go to sleep. Right. It's not like a door or walls or anything. So we just turned the shipping container up on our roof into like a studio for me. Oh, cool. But Tay's now made it her office, which is fine. But like the way, I cannot believe we spent this many years together yeah. post-COVID working from home. Yeah. Like living like this. I know. Because now she has her own space. I'm like, I love you so much more. Yes. Because like I used to be like doing dishes, which is a bitch fucking chore to do. Yeah. And then she'd be like, shh, because she's on a call. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking fight you. Yeah. I'm, at least someone's doing the dishes <laughs> around here. <laughs> I'm just doing everything. Yeah. Mom here. Yeah. That's but what I get I, myself into trouble. No, I completely agree. And also like missing someone I think is really healthy. It's a beautiful thing, actually. And, and another thing post-COVID that a lot of us don't have anymore because a lot of people work from home. Right. And I mean, that's like, that's almost like, it, it, it's almost too much. Yeah. Like, and I will say this is the first relationship I've been in that I actively was like, I don't want to lose my personality with this person because I was self-aware enough to know that 
all my past relationships, yes. I was always going along with like, what did they want to do? How was I going to change my life so that it was like easier for them? Yep. And I would lose, I would dress differently because yep. it was like, I would go with their style, what they wanted me to wear. And so like I was, I made such an active choice when I first started dating Craig of like, okay, don't do what you've always done and like, right. don't fall into it. And so the long distance actually helped me with that. That makes sense. Because I was like, oh, okay, I'm still in my apartment by myself. Like, and I have three days by myself to like get what I need to get done. Right. And so I think it was actually so healthy for me personally in the beginning yep. to be long distance, to know how to be in a relationship where I didn't completely lose my identity. And that's the thing is I think that when you are like, when you find the person that you can be totally yourself yeah. with. That's your yeah, person. I mean, because my last relationship, I was one step away from being like, wait, should I never be on TV? And should I just like get married and be a mom and like, can you imagine live in someone's house and like wait for them to get home? I was this close to being like, OK. And then one day I broke out into hives. And I was like, sorry, I can never see any. No, 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 again. you're, <laughs> you're a national treasure. You not being on TV would be the biggest thing of the world. Uh, and I was so close to being like, you're right. I shouldn't be on TV. I should just be your wife. That is so crazy. Anybody mm -hmm. that wants you to change, like, at all, yeah. that is not the person you need no, to be with. Wait, what's, all. like, the worst phase you ever allowed yourself to slide into for a relationship? Um, Actually, and I will say this was meant to be, too, and I don't regret it. My boyfriend when I was, it was really, like, my first boyfriend in New York City, which is so exciting because yes. you've never... You grow up in a suburb and you're now you're out and you're getting into clubs and you're like that's what, sitting at tables. That's what gets you. It's the fucking access to clubs. Yes. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to these like big lavish dinners. So this guy could have literally done anything to me. And I would have been like, OK, like, see you later. And so that relationship, I mean, he would cheat. He would leave the club with other girls. No. Like while I'm sitting there, like it was crazy what I like allowed to go no on. Shit, Paige. And right when I got offered summer house, we were on a break and he wanted to get back together. And I told him about the summer house opportunity. And he said, if you go on that show, I will never speak to you again. And in that moment I, was when I said, oh, I'm going on this show now. And we never spoke again. I mean, Stop. maybe we ran into each other like a couple years later. We might have even like hooked up one time. But like that was the moment where I was like, oh, this is this is what I'm actually supposed to do. I witnessed this through my friendship with Stassi. Actually, yeah. the guy who she dated for a while, if you watch the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You when she moved to New York. About, yeah. Yes. Um, he, that's how I met her. Yeah. Him and I were friends. No way. Yes. Uh, and so, and I watched him as friends in other relationships. Yeah. So I knew. And don't you feel like, though, she was meant to go through that? Yes. Because she was meant to meet you because... Yes. What? what would Sassy's life be without you as her friend? The universe was like, <laughs> be in a horrible relationship right. off and on for three years. You need Taylor Schrecker in your life. Yes. And like, look how amazing Lucky she is now yeah. to have me right. orbiting in her world. <laughs> Forget about Bo. <laughs> Who gives a shit? But he was so adamant about her not being on the show. And that Which, is like, like it really is. It's it really is crazy. And I actually yeah. had an ex-boyfriend who was so against me being on serious radio. Yeah. It, it And I think there's also a sexist component to it Absolutely. as well of like, you're going to be like a star. You're mm -hmm. going to get a lot of eyes on you. You could get fame. And then, of course, fame leads to money. Yes. No, maybe so. But like, it's like you're in a power position. Yeah, it truly is. They're so scared you're going to leave them in the dust. Yep. And that's exactly what you're going to do. Fuck yeah. Like. 
And sorry about it. Yeah, and become a lesbian. And, and Paige is still, you know, you've got Craig, so I think you're safe to be yeah. straight now. But Paige, you, I, you were on the fence. I, the for sure. I will say, like, my best breakup advice, like, if you're breaking up with someone, I've used this line so many times, Yeah, is I've said to them, look, you tried dating up. It, it didn't work for you. I'm and that's dead. fine. Yeah. But I can no longer date down because it's just not who I am. So I wish you the best of luck. I can no longer drag this dead weight behind me. I can't. Me. I can't help. I tried to help you as much as I could. You couldn't step up. So you need to date someone more on your what level. What is the reaction? They're dumbfounded. I'm like, you need someone who thinks you're amazing, who's just going to go along with every little thing you do. But I know I'm better than you and everyone knows it. Oh my God. I and so it's uncomfortable for both of us. So I think we should go be with people that are better suited for us. <laughs> And I, and then I'm like, wait, are people right? Am I a bitch? <laughs> I'm like, if it's an ex-boyfriend, fuck that. They need to hear it. Oh, let's talk about the rules of exes as well. Yeah. This let's. whole idea. Okay. So first of all, let's just say it. You're the star of Southern Charm. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm sure they're loving that right now. <laughs> you were last season and you are again. Yeah. Um, you and Craig are like the power couple. Thank you. Um, but no, you add so much to the show. But it's so funny because like Summer House is like, and t- yeah. tell me if I'm wrong, but like that's your show. Yeah. And then it feels like this is Craig's show, right? Which is why I feel, yeah. which is why I love going on Southern Charm because right. I, when we're starting to film, I have zero nerves. Yeah, I have no, I'm like this, I don't, these are not my people. I don't have to get involved if I don't want to. So I'm genuinely filming Southern Charm as a fan of reality TV. Like, yes. I'll sit there at those dinners and I'll be like, I can't wait to watch this on TV. The, people are going to go nuts for this. So I don't feel as much pressure. Interesting. Than I do on Summer House because that's, we want to make a good show too. These are like actual people that I've spent six years with. Right. I have a stronger relationship with them. I actually care about right. this drama and like what they're going through. So it's two totally different mindsets. Yes. So I actually almost feel like I'm a little more myself on Southern Charm. You know what? That is so interesting. Well, you are, I mean, you're fucking amazing. Thank you. Like, it's really, Thank it's you. giving me well, so much life. I honestly- And the season's crazy. I don't do much. They give me so much material they, to work with. I'm really, like, this is just a dream. It's out of control. <laughs> Wait, so you're getting close to Madison, which yes. I actually love. I love her. And there's a producer on Southern Charm who I'm really yeah. good friends with. Yes, I love her. Love. I love her. To die, right? She's so good. So she's, I've never met Madison, but she's like adores Madison. Been yep. talking about her for years. Of course, like loves Greg. Yeah. But it's like, so I love that you guys are being friends. Mm-hmm. And also you're both like Olympian shit talkers. So it's yeah. fucking perfection. <laughs> yes. Um, But how, like, is it fucking shit up with Austin? Because like Austin and Craig are like such right. good friends. And obviously Madison is his ex. And they seem like they're in a much better place. But like, is he like getting, because Craig, uh, mm. going back to like loving you so much, he's yeah. like, I love Paige. I live here. I want Paige to come down here more. <laughs> Paige doesn't really like have like a friend group down here. Her and Madison are bonding. Yep. So what if we've hated Madison for right. So what if I show? screamed at Madison and broke up a A-list celebrity relationship? What? Whatever. Yeah, Let's whatever. have lemonade in my living room. Yeah. Like, please come over here. Like, you make Paige happy the way he loves you. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's funny because I've always described Bravo as like a full high school. And full. like BravoCon is our high school reunion. Yes. Housewives are the seniors. Vanderpump are the juniors. Southern Charm are the sophomores. Summer House freshmen. Like, You're not giving Summer House enough credit. 
No, but I like to be a little self-deprecating. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But that's always how I feel. So in real life situations, right. if one of my girlfriends dated a guy, so say Sierra dates Austin, yes. he fucks her over. Yes. In no situation am I, am I like friends with them. Right. But in this world, yes. because Austin's dated so many girls that we know, I can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. It is. And with Austin being so close to Craig. Yes. I find I can't ever I never stay mad at Austin because it's just this weird relationship. I get it that I just I'm like, look, you're always in this situation. What else? What more can I say to you? Right. And so I do I do see him and and Craig almost sometimes as like my little like brothers that are just said it. You're like, I hate being in charge of that are like coming in my room and want to hang out with me and my friends. I'm like, (laughs) scram, guys. Like it's like. You're not old enough to hang with us. It's embarrassing. (laughs) So like, that's how I feel about the two of them. Right. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Every Plate. Have you heard? Let me tell you. Okay, first things first. I don't know if you're like me, but during the fall, I'm like, it's like a restart. I'm like recommitting myself to work, recommitting myself to like, I don't know, just like being on a schedule, being good in general, clean out my closets. I get myself organized. And of course, I always want to start being better with money and budgeting. And I also don't know about you, but who we child, the way I spend the majority of my money on food, it is crazy. So if you're like me and you're hoping to budget your food expenses this fall, I've got the solution for you. Get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit, Every Plate. It is amazing. No hidden fees. You can count on great value week after week. Plus you only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients, which the ingredients are delivered right to your door. So easy. And as somebody who loves to cook, that's the hardest part is the portioning and the measuring and all that stuff. They've got it done for you. And I'm telling you these delicious meals, they're ready in six simple steps. I made myself and my wife this panko crusted blue cheese chicken. Are you kidding me? Oh, and the other day I made cheesesteak sandwiches. Usually I'd be ordering that stuff in. You know what I mean? Like I'm an okay cook and I have a few recipes up my sleeve, but like they're kind of boring and it's just like no variety. And now with every plate, oh my God, the food is so delicious. And speaking of takeout, Choose every plate over takeout every day of the week. You're going to save so much money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. And every plate provides plenty of delicious variety, so you're never going to get stuck in a cooking rut. With 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week, it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. Plus, you can add even more delicious options to your order with up to 22 convenient sides, lunches, snacks, and desserts, and more. They have you covered. So literally, what are you waiting for? Get a meal for $1.49 by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49Taylor. Again, get started with EveryPlate for just $1.49 per meal Uh huh. by going to everyplate.com. That's E-V-E-R-Y-P-L-A-T-E.com slash podcast and enter my code 49-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Again, that's 49-Taylor. Everyplate.com slash podcast and enter that code 49-Taylor. And now back to the podcast. Just like, <laughs> so how is Austin? And like uh, Austin has any say in the matter after oh, what he's no. put everyone through. Yeah, he would but never. Like, with the whole w- Madison, he's just like accepting it. I don't think he would ever be mad at me because I'm also like pretty close to Olivia too now. Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't give me 
he keeps taking away my friends. If I stopped talking to every girl he fucked over, I, he would take away all my friends. I have to say too, met I've met him a handful of times. Yeah. He looks a lot like my brother, which yeah. I think is an automatic bias, like good for him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you remind yeah. me of Zach. And I was, when I saw him in uh, Charleston, I was like, yeah. God, I because like I was so mad at him in, when he fucks Sierra over. I was yeah. so invested in that whole thing. I was genuinely, I'll never forgive him. No. But he's very charming. Very charismatic. He you like can't help but love him. Yes, you really when can. he walks into a room, you're immediately, you understand, oh, I get it. Like, I get why people yep. want to like sit and talk to him. He's funny. Yep. He's, I mean, he's he asks tall. questions. Yeah, he's very like he's very. If you're having a conversation with yes. him, he's into the conversation. Yes. So you, he's just very personable. Yeah. And so, like, I get the whole thing. Yeah. But you know, he can be just, real <laughs> shit. just every girl that comes on, he's gotta do something to. So southern. So right now we're in southern charm. Yeah. When does Summer House come back? Um, so probably we're usually like G- mid end of January. Yeah. Sometimes we're early February. Yes. I would assume soon ish. Our trailer usually always comes out six weeks before the air date. So and I feel like our trailer is usually like December ish end of November. Is it going to be an insane season given what's going on with, you know, uh, situations being called off? You know what? It's such a different season. OK, because. Obviously, every year we have new people. We've never had new people the way we have new people this year. No shit. We've never vibed so right off the bat with people that in this like very weird situation that we're in of filming a show. So I think that's going to be a whole different element that like we really haven't seen. I love that. I love that. We needed a little testosterone and we definitely got it. Oh, shit. So I'm excited for people to see that. Okay. Yeah, obviously, like, we have this massive breakup that happens, massive. like, after filming. And, like, how crazy now the thing to do is, like, stop filming and then pick back up again. Like, how it's, dramatic can we be? It's like the trend. So, obviously, Vanderpump Rules, um, yep. they, what what would you say? They, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They, I guess, essentially trademarked it. Like, yeah. th- they birthed it. They yep. were the OGs of it. And then, but it was wild how, like, every single Bravo show thereafter, it was, like, Kyle Richards and Mauricio separated, but not separated. She's a lesbian, but Mm -hmm. not a lesbian. We'll see it in the season. Yeah. And but like, I don't feel like these things are like bullshit. Like people are really getting separated. People are maybe really becoming lesbians. Yeah. People are like really calling off their weddings because it's crazy. Like if you're watching the you're watching a reality show, sometimes I'm like, okay, like and what else is going on with them? Like, I don't care about this. Like, let's move on to something. But we really are only filming two months out of our lives. Right. So like not much can sometimes happen in two months. Right. So if something catastrophic happens, like a couple of weeks later, they have to pick cameras back up because to. that just completes the whole story. How pissed does production get when shit like this happens too? Like, because I feel like Vanderpump, like they, it, it was the first time it happened. They made the best of it. But like, yeah. they were like, because they they were straight up lying the yeah. whole time. So I can see production being frustrated. But like something like with, you know, the breakup between Carl right. and Lindsay, like you can't help when those things happen. It's, right. you know. Right. They have to they have to follow it. Do you feel like it didn't like it was intentional between the two of them that didn't happen during filming? Or do you think that was just the natural course? It no, I don't. I think it was just. 
from living it all summer, I think it was genuinely a natural course yes. of like ha- when it ended specifically. I think the picking up of cameras is doesn't mean as much to the viewer as it means to the people who are on camera. Okay. Like that is kind of like a I would say like a knife in your gut type of thing. Right. Where like if someone's picking up cameras again, like purposely to capture this, you're like, oh, fuck, fuck. Like everyone's going to see this. Like this is intentional. We need this conversation on camera because it's so important. So that's stressful. Yeah. For both sides. Yes. And like you kind of sign up to do this. So if production gets wind of something happening and they want to pick back up, like you kind of don't have any choice set. Yeah. It's like you have to do this. But it's still but it's still people. It's still right. Going through something that's real and really hard. And so, you know, as if it's not hard enough to go through it, like in general, general, like let's put a camera on you. Right. And then let's have like, let's not air the entire two hours of this conversation. Let's cut it down to the meat of it. And then let's have everyone judge that. So that's a whole other added element for people. And like, I do, I do feel bad. Yes. So... Because that is, yeah, it's like embarrassing or it's like, yeah, you're just like, I don't want people to like see every single thing. Yeah, like that, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you go on a reality show and you like give a ton. But like, I I support this idea of like, well, some pe- people can still have some things to themselves. Yeah, because like, my biggest fear is that like emptiness feeling of like, wow, I've given every single part of me. Yes. Not all of it has been received well. So like now, how do I think of myself? Like, it's very tricky. When was the last time you did something that you didn't feel was received well? Because I feel like from my from where I'm looking, I think everything you do is received. Thank well. you. Even probably I'm going to be you feel like people are coming for you. I'm still like I'm so team page like I'm going to be honest. And I've had so many years since now, like since Hannah got fired. Yeah, I still think back to that season. Right. And I always. I feel bad. You'll never forgive yourself. I'll never forgive myself. You need to. I'll never forgive myself for standing up for Hannah more. And I'll never forgive myself for being so scared to get in the middle and not tell each side exactly how I felt. Right. That I kind of like cowered away from it a little bit. And I think about it a lot. So I think that would be my number one thing in reality TV that I'm like, I could have been better. Yes. Well, I disagree. I mean, listen. Yes. Okay. Fine. Yes. I guess I agree. But like, also, Hannah has forgiven you and loves you. The right. audience has forgiven you and loves you. Right. Like, and like, obviously, I'm still close with Amanda. And so, like, yes. I feel great on where we all individually are no, today. You're actually Jesus. Like the way that you have figured out how to navigate this, it's like nobody else could do it. It's it's right. truly impossible. Everybody wants to be Switzerland, but it's like really difficult well, to navigate. Here's the and other you really thing. do it, Paige. With reality TV, people are like, I don't know, just like finicky. And it's very like, how are you going to help me? And how am I going to be like, whatever? Yes. And so like when Hannah was got fired and was going through all of that on social media, like I couldn't have imagined not staying friends with her. Like if anything, we got 10 times closer. Because I totally know what you're talking about who drops their friend or kicks them when they're down do you know how many times i've had the world like demand me to denounce a close friend of mine right and i'm just like and hannah Hannah was in that group too which was like dude she like didn't take the trash out this is like fucking insane i would have people texting me and dming me and be like are you seriously gonna do giggly squad with her and i go if anything i'm gonna do it 10 times harder exactly because this is not when you leave 
your what friends. What kind of a friend would you be right. if when your friend's going through the shit, you're yeah. like, you know what? Oh, the public doesn't like fuck with you yeah, anymore. That Bye. You should that's figure a, it out. That's a bad yeah. friend. Right. So I like, yeah. I think about that. And that's why I feel so much more grateful for Giggly Squad. Because I'm like, if so we great. didn't have this, I don't know yeah. where our friendship would have been. And I will be friends with Hannah for the rest of my life. She's not getting rid of me. Oh my God. I love Giggly Squad. I love your friendship. I also, I think I really got to see the two of your friendship on Hannah's Bachelorette too, yeah. which has made me be more obsessed with you. Yeah, thank you, you. You're a really good friend, Paige. Well, I love her so much. You really, I mean, <laughs> you're, you really are. And you also paid for a night at a very expensive <laughs> Oh my god! I come. Wait, can I tell you that too? I think like fucking zaddy over wait, here. I, I was like, who is Paige? I think about that night too because I always wonder, did I do the tip right? <laughs> I'm like this. I've thought about it so many times. If I should just call Club Eleven and be like, I don't know who our waitress was, but can we double check I tipped her right? I think about it every day. But I think I did. I think I did tip her right. But I like think about it all the time. Like the way I've out. told people that story, people are like. <laughs> That she's the greatest friend on the face of the planet. Literally. Um, okay. So back to you and Craig. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question that everybody's asking. And I'm sure you don't have an answer for it. But okay. like, everyone's obsessed. Like, when are you moving down? Are you going to move down? Yeah. What do you, what, what's the plan long term? Um, well, actually, I was thinking about it today. In June will be my ninth year of living in New York City. Wow. So I'd love to get to 10 and be like a full New Yorker. Yes. I... It's so crazy how things like, obviously, as you get older, you think about things way differently. Yep. And like a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, well, when we get engaged or when we get married, I'll move down. And now I'm like, well, I don't really need to move down until I have a baby. And I haven't gotten that feeling yet whatsoever. Right. So I genuinely don't see myself like uprooting my whole life and my career to Charleston until one day I wake up and I'm like, I would love to give birth to someone. I am telling you the way I support this. Yeah. I think that what's happening right now, and I think a lot of it has to do with like more women are breadwinners. Mm -hmm. They're like, there's a lot of double income households. Like yes. traditionally, if the husband is the breadwinner, which is yeah. like so sexist, but that's the way it was. That's mm -hmm. how I grew up. It's like, well, yeah, of course you go wherever the guy is, but like, these are different times. Different. It's different times. Welcome to the nineties, Mr. Bonks. Like, also, are you like, fucking kidding me? Have you been down there? <laughs> like what's happening? <laughs> Like, no. this is where it's at. I mean, I do love Charleston. It, it, it's like, so it's gorgeous. Quaint. It's so gorgeous. The it, weather is chef's kiss. But like, things happen to you when you're in the suburbs. Like, I walked through a Dick's Sporting Goods the other day and bought a Stanley. <laughs> I was like, someone stop me. What's happening? They're taking over. I can't. So, like, there are just times where I'm like, it's just not me yet. Yes. And I can't wait to live in a suburb and I can't wait to live and on a cold you've decorated the house. Yeah. It is like, your house. I, I can't wait to sh show up to at like yeah. pick up and like fight with some mom whose kid has like Ugh. been rude to mine. You know, like I can't yes. wait for that section of my life. Yes. Not there yet. I support it. I want, and selfishly, I want you in New York City forever. I mean, I we know. haven't even had fucking dinner yet together. No. You can't leave. I can't leave. I refuse to let I, you, you go. You really can't leave New York. No. Like, it's not, even if I were to move to Charleston, I'd have to get like a studio no, apartment. Get like a pedicure. Yeah. Like, I have to, like, you have to. I, my daughter needs to go to the ballet. Hello. Like, <laughs> like, I know people who literally come here to like get their hair cut, do yeah. shopping for like the different seasons. Yeah. Like, be that bitch. You are I that think, bitch. You yeah. can be that bitch. I think I could be that. Are you less in love with fashion now because you are cheating on it with interior design? Never. Never. Because interior design, I have to give people a lot of credit. That is a different part of your brain. You're so good at it, though. 
I hired an interior designer. <laughs> Fraudulent. <laughs> I didn't do that myself. Now, did they show me options and then I picked? Yes. 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 But I wasn't like out there scouring for it's certain really things. really hard. And I knew if I didn't get an interior designer, we it would have been a mess. Also, an interior designer is a referee. Yeah. And nobody knows that, but that's what I learned with Wesbin because we would have killed each other I over heard, decorating. Like, our generation really brought interior design businesses back. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, we're humanitarian. Yeah, which I just <laughs> love that for us. <laughs> um, okay, Halloween is around the corner. Yeah. Thoughts on couples costumes? I just got in a fight with Craig about this. I, of course you did. I fucking knew you did. Because... <laughs> Because he so wants stupid. Because he wants to do one. <laughs> no, actually, no. The opposite. Stop. He he was down for a couple's costume, but he likes to be like college Halloween. Like he's like, can we be pirates? Can we be vampires? And I was like, <laughs> college. Halloween. I was like, what? No, we can't. We have to be Victoria and David Beckham. Get your head out of your ass. Of like, course, you what, have to be that. What are you thinking? You are posh face. And so we actually, ironically. Have to do a photo shoot for Sewing Down South okay. next week. And okay. I said, okay, great. We're already going to have a photographer there. I'm going to get us costumes <laughs> to recreate this Victoria and David picture. And he was like not hyped about it. And not I was exactly. like, what are you talking about? Like, this is going to look so cool. And he was like, but that's just like we're wearing regular clothes. That's not like Halloween-ish. Craig. And I was like, just because you want to wear black eyeliner for the next <laughs> three days has nothing to do with me and my vision. Honestly, I feel like as David Beckham, he could get away with his black eyeliner. I wanted to be like, but I didn't say this in the moment. I was like, really? It's about me and being Victoria? Like, like come on. Like, yeah, no, you're here. Like, you are here as like a supporting actor. Yeah, stand and smile. Let's get it. real. Like, you're just, yeah, you're a foil to get me to this level. Right. So I bought us outfits to recreate this one picture. Just to have wait. something to like post on Halloween. I cannot wait. I think for Halloween, uh, Tay always wants to do couples costumes. Yeah. But she always wants to be ugly. And I'm sick of being ugly, okay? Like what? Like she wants to be something like funny where it's- Yes. Okay. So two summer, two, two summers, two Halloweens ago, we were uh, the couple from Birdcage. Okay. I was Nathan Lane. Okay. And everybody thought I was a gay scarecrow. Because, <laughs> you know, his hat with the zinc. And then like in a gingham pink shirt. I was like, I do. I look like a flamboyant scarecrow. Her costume was, she was Robin Williams. She looked fucking, she had the yeah. chest hair, the gold jewelry, everything. She looked amazing. Last year, we were internet trolls. Oh, my God. Wait, that's good. It was really good. Would you do it? How'd you do it? Did you dress um, up like trolls? Yes. Like so we, had, we had like troll like slippers okay. and snuggies. Mm -hmm. And then like we had like troll hair. Yeah. And then like troll ears. And then we had like laptops around our necks. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, that's so good. See, so good. I love costumes like that. Yes. But Craig like doesn't. He's like, I don't think it's funny. Like we have very different humor on certain things. Yes. So he likes things that are more like gory and like whatever. But I yes. like a pun. I like a funny costume. Yes. Like if we could both go as like refrigerators, like I think it's funny. <laughs> like I like it, you know? So this year though, I'm like, I refuse to be ugly mm -hmm. one more year. And I think I'm going to be a sexy Ozempic needle. <gasps> do you, that's do so you like? good. Thank you. That's so good. I mean, you could basically be Kyle, Kyle Richards and be in lesbian on Ozempic. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. The Ozempic made me a lesbian. Oh, my God. Imagine. I'm doing it. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, baby. Before I let you go, mm. just throw a little pop culture in here. Okay. Britney Spears' book came out this week. Oh, it's out. Okay. Out. Sorry. By the time this airs. So oh, you guys okay. listening. So, so people are pre-ordering. Okay. So 
Her book is not out at the time that we're recording. Okay. But by the time this airs, it will have come out like two days ago. Wait, wait, I'm nervous. I know, right? So all this shit is leaking. Okay. And my favorite thing, there's so much stuff that's coming out. And like, is Justin Timberlake going to be okay? Wellness check. Wait, I'm so interested on how celebrity memoirs work. Can you say whatever you want? Or is there like some certain... There's got to be some legal stipulations. I don't know how her legal team okayed any of this. Because this could be, I mean, straight up just like slander. Literally. Or it could be her just fully telling the truth. It's her side, which is it ever the truth? Right, right, right. No. Right, there's always three. And all the knives dancing is kind of confusing me. (laughs) (laughs) We've had two now. (laughs) My favorite was just her being like, guys, calm down. They're not real. It's like, regardless, it's odd. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what. Give Craig his pirate swords back and stop dancing with them. He needs them for Halloween. Yeah. Okay. So this is my favorite excerpt thus far from the book. Okay. So when she was talking about having sex with Justin Timberlake Mm -hmm. the first time. So this this is the excerpt. Okay. I'm ready. Put it in. I said. And he replied, it's already in. (laughs) And then she finishes with, quote, my world collapsed. Oh, she's coming (laughs) for him. Can you even? Oh, my God. So, wait. wait. I feel like that's, like, the number one thing a guy, like, is really. Yes. You want to know what, though? I can see it. Right? I can see. Now that she said it, I can see it. Tiny dick energy. Oh, yeah. But. Oh, poor Jessica Biel. Conspiracy theory. Mm. Isn't that exactly what Samantha said in Sex and the City when she was dating James? Were you an avid watcher? I am such. Yeah. Aside from repeating season five of Summer House when I'm traveling on tour. set me the scene. Okay. So Samantha's dating James. Samantha, for anybody, if you don't know what we're talking about, honestly, I don't even know why you're here. Get the fuck when out of here. When they go to the therapist? When they, No, yes, but she's dating this guy, James. She's never been in love. Mm-hmm. They finally have sex. She waits because she likes him. Charlotte approves. Yeah. They go and have sex and she says, put it in. And he says, it's already in. And like you see visibly on her face, her world collapsed. Yes, yes. It's giving Did plagiarism. You, copyright infringement. It's, right? It's, it's I giving think, small claims. I'm going to say, Brittany, I don't know if I believe you. I feel like there's got to be a lot of things in there that people yes. there. I feel like there's going to be a lot of lawsuits that come from this book. Then they'll all be from Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And his teeny tiny penis. Oh, man. Imagine he just like posts a dick pic. He's like, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> he texts Pete Davidson. He's like, I need a pic. Oh, oh my God. I support him. I support him. Paige, I love you so much. I love you. You guys check Paige out. Follow her on Instagram and TikTok, actually. Oh, my God. You're so good at all of the social oh, medias at Paige Sorbo. And check out Giggly Squad. New episodes are out every Tuesday. The time varies. The time varies. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah it's, it's your yeah. it's your ship. That's you guys true. are the captain. <laughs> no, that's true. You guys, that is it for us. And I always say it. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, that's it. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.